What's going on, everybody? It's Abundance of Caution. I am your host, Will. I am. It is, I have no idea what the date is, actually. May 19th? May 18th? The Wednesday. It's a lovely Wednesday. Doing a walk and talk. I've been trying to get this pod happening for basically three weeks now since the draft happened. Then I was going to do a part one with the draft and a part two with the schedule release. But I got to tell you guys, having two kids really drills my plans. Try to go to bed. I don't try to go to bed. I'm in bed, but like, uh, it doesn't matter. The kids, they wear me down, man. I get home at six from work. They just wear me down for two and a half hours, and then I don't have the energy to, to pod after that and talk about football, which is what I like to talk about. So where should we go with this? Man, the draft has been like, feels like a month ago now. I think it may have been. And uh, I don't know, what are we excited about? I think it's pretty obvious, you know, the NFL, the New York Jets took Brees Hall, uh, as the number one running back in the draft, I think he will definitely go off as the number one running back in the fantasy draft. But man, I just don't see any rookie running backs that are going to get the uh, CEH or JT type treatment at our draft. Like, Reese Hall isn't going to be a first rounder. He may be a late second rounder. He seems like more of a third rounder. I mean, he he's playing for the JETS. Jets, 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 a team coming off, I believe, a 4-13 and season. Uh, yeah, they got rid of their cancer of a head coach in Adam Gase, and that's great. But I don't know if anybody was real, um, what's the word, real, uh, ooh, what's the word, excited? Uh, I don't know if you saw his uh, promising of what Zach Wilson did. For the Jets last year. Now the Jets are doing it right. They're building up a roster of, of skill players around Zach Wilson. Uh, they had one of the best drafts in April overall. Uh, they got Garrett Wilson, Ohio State dude. He should help out. I think they got an offensive lineman. They get Brees Hall. He's going to be a good compliment with Michael Carter. But I don't think anybody would be excited that Brees Hall is their number one or number two running back. Michael Carter was a fourth-round running back. I mean, there's some competition there, but Brees Hall should come in and and take the role. I don't think you really have to worry about anybody else. I was going to do a walk and talk, but now I feel like I want to do a sit and talk. Um, I wish there had some benches outside at work. Just a bench or two. That's all I need. Cause I don't want to get, I don't want to get like attacked by a bear or a snake. I don't know if either one of those are issues. But I just want to sit in the shade. Uh, so Brees Hall, the other one, I think the second running back taken. It's harder to do this than what I was going to do with my iPad station set up. But I do think I have some notes. The the number two dude taken was Kenneth Walker, uh, the Seattle Seahawks. I'm trying to get to my notes now. And, yeah, I'm not real excited about that either. Uh, the Seahawks are probably looking to be a 3-5 to five win team next year. I don't think anybody could be excited or think they're going to be anything else with Drew Locke as their quarterback. 
they may get another veteran in. It's possible, uh, what's that dude's name? Oh, what's the backup's name? Geno Smith? Is it Geno Smith? Is Geno, Geno Smith may be too old. But I think it's Geno Smith. EJ Emanuel? Is it a former Buffalo Bills quarterback? Ah, see, this is why I got to sit down. I got to sit down and do this. Because now I got to Google stuff. Make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. Anyway, look, Rashad Penny, his last, what, five, six, seven games of the season last year, he finally looked like the first round running back that they drafted. He's been hindered by injuries. The boy went off the last week, week and a half. No, week. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, last month and a half of the season last year. He's the running back one. I don't think Kenneth Walker's just stepping in to Seattle to become RB1. I think it's going to be Rashad Penny's backfield. They're going to run a lot. Sucks for DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But when you when you trade away, trade away, God damn it, I can't talk for shit. When you trade away Russ Wilson for reasons unknown, and you have a shitty offensive line, and your defense has turned to shit, you're in rebuild mode. It's going to be a run team. They're going to do their best to be a run team, because unfortunately... I think they're going to be behind in a lot of their games, which means they're going to have to pass. I don't know, man. I don't like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I mean, I like them at a certain price, but I would uh, – can I sit down here? Has it rained recently? I feel like it has. Is my ass – that feels moist. That feels moist. It feels moist. Moist. Moist is an awful word. Oh. Better check, make, make sure I'm still recording. I'm still recording. Moist. Oh, man, I already feel my butt is wet. That's an issue. It's not because of anything I've done. I have not sharp my pants. It's because the ground I'm sitting on is wet. But you know what? Fuck it. Uh, anyway, I I don't like Kenneth Walker either. Uh, I'm trying to find my notes. I wish I had hold music. I'm looking for, I think I mentioned on the last one, I'm looking for a co-host for this upcoming season. Uh, so far, I've received zero applications or resumes. Um, so if you're out there, hit me up at abundanceofcaution at yahoo.com. Will Hendricks. Attention, Will Hendricks. That's me. I'd prefer if it was one of the 13 other guys in our league. But if you know other people out there who are looking to start a pod, be a part of a pod of a Northwest Arkansas Fantasy Football League, in year, what year are we in? 20? I think we're in year 20. I think I found my notes. Let me get to the running back section. The running back section from the, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, oh, Ken Walker. And then, uh, so that's my, that's my take on Ken Walker. Uh, again, you don't want him to be your running back one or two. Um, you know, you want to go for some depth. And then James Cook. James Cook is getting a lot of love. But, man, Buffalo is Josh Allen's team. He's the running back dude. He's the running back touchdown dude. He's the motherfucking dude. He's fantasy QB1. He's QB1 for a reason. I mean, James Cook does have an opportunity to go into Buffalo and become running back one. But there's no real evidence to suggest that he can do that. Um, he was never running back one at Georgia. Um, I think I read a stat recently 
He never had a game where he had over 12 attempts rushing. He never had a game where he had over 12 attempts rushing. Now, George is a loaded team, as we all know. So they got probably four, five, four, and five-star running backs, so you just split the time. But th- this is this is his career at Georgia. Uh, freshman year, 41 attempts, two touchdowns. Sophomore year, 31 attempts, two touchdowns. Junior year, 45 attempts, three touchdowns. Senior year, 113 attempts, seven touchdowns. 113 attempts through 15 games. That's less than 10 attempts a game. I mean, that's putting that's put on a lot of faith in a dude who hasn't been the dude. So I don't know, man. If it's third, fourth, fifth round, and I have a chance to take James Cook, I'm going to take Josh Allen if he's still available. Now, how early Josh Allen goes, I don't know. I think he goes early. Second round, maybe. Third round, perhaps. So those are the top three running backs that went in the draft. Those were all... Uh, second rounders. Not real excited about any of those guys. Maybe you are. Maybe you see things differently. Round three guys. Rashad White is going to Tampa Bay, where he will uh, have the opportunity to be the number two guy with Cornette. I still like Cornette this year. He should be good. He should be fine there. Um, you know, Tampa Bay kind of hurt me. Uh, a couple of years ago when they took that Kishon uh, Vaughn from Vanderbilt. He has seen approximately three carries since then. Not saying I'm going to scare off from Rashad White. But if you get Fournette, you should definitely make sure you got White as your handcuff. Except for those guys who don't like handcuffs. Just make sure, you know, I don't know what run that is. That's back half of the draft, Rashad White. Uh, Terry on Davis Price. San Francisco, mm. you know San Francisco loves to use running backs, so he's going to get drafted, right? They love to use running backs, man. They are running back flip-floppity machine. So what's-his-face, the Dane dude from the thing with the, who took over last year in San Francisco, he's going to be your number one coming in. But Terry on Davis Price, he's going to push. He's going to get opportunities. He's going to get some time out there. And then Brian Robinson from Bama, SEC guy, SEC guy from Bama, going to the Washington Commanders. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, it should remain uh, Antonio Gibson's backfield, um, but B. Rob will get some some run. Surely he'll have an opportunity. Now they, you know, unfortunately for B. Rob, what's his face who tried to sign with Buffalo. Um, and then went back to Washington. That uh, that pass catcher guy, God damn it! Fucking pods are hard because I don't know anybody's names anymore. It's freaking. It's oh yeah, it's May eighteenth. So I'm still struggling with people's names. Oh, who was it? You know, there was a running back that is now with Washington. He was with Washington last year. He's back with Washington this year. He had agreed to a tendered contract with Buffalo. And went back on it because Washington decided to have him. Anyway, B-Rub's got some competition there. I prefer Antonio Gibson. Um, and then round four, guys. Damian Price going to the shitty Houston Texans. Uh, Zamie White, Zamir White going to Oakland Raiders. 
Um, it's probably the last year is Josh Jacobs at the helm in Oakland. Um, but if you're Oakland and you have a guy on his last year of his rookie contract and they decline the fifth-year option, fucking pound Josh Jacobs into the ground. I like Josh Jacobs this year. Give him, give that motherfucker 280 touches. Let somebody else pay for him after that. Just pound him, pound him, pound him. That's what you should always do with rookie running backs. You get four to five years with him on the rookie contract, depending on where you drafted him. Just pound them into the ground those four years, and then you move on. That's how it should be. Um, Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M is going to the Chargers land. Uh, not great for Spiller. Um, obviously, that's uh, what's-his-fuck-face's place. Uh, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler proved to have some durability last year, so that should help. And then Hassan Haskins. Probably uh, it's going to be the, the the dude behind Derrick Henry. These are all backups, man. There's not a lot to be excited about with the running backs. And then I just don't really give a shit uh, for running backs around five, six, and seven or the undrafted free agent running backs. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're potentially, you know, it's a 16-round draft. Uh, we're all going to have approximately six running backs each. 16 times six is, let's see, 16 times six, that's 36, six, carry that. That's 96, no, that's... 16 times. Yeah, that's 96 running backs. So we're going to draft approximately 96 running backs, right? So these guys are, you're going to, multiple members of us, including maybe maybe me. Maybe I take some flyers rounds uh, 12 through 16 of running backs who were drafted in rounds 5 through 7. And maybe if we can find somebody, you know, James James Robinson, uh, Arians, Bruce Arians. Nope, nope. Arian Foster. Arians Foster, yeah, Arian Foster. Those are undrafted running backs. Um, I think uh, Philip Lindsay was an undrafted free agent running back. So there, there's you could you can find some some guys if they get into the right place at the right time in a couple of cuts, a couple of injuries, and then boom, there you go. Uh, there were five running backs drafted around five, four drafted around six, two in round seven, but we're not going to get into them. Those are your running backs, and again, I'm just not real excited about them. I think Brees Hall is the obvious, obvious running back that you want to put on your running back roster on your team this year, but I, I definitely wouldn't want him as my running back one or two. Uh, on the other side, let's go with quarterbacks. Again, we're a one-quarterback league. We're going to stay one-quarterback league. That is not going to change, obviously. Um, there's no reason to draft any of these quarterbacks. Zero. None. Uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, who has like the smallest hands in quarterback history, which even though it's a weird stat, weird that they measure him, uh, you know, ultimately uh, quarterbacks with small hands are not successful. Uh, So I don't see what the difference is going to be here with Kenny Pickett. He's going to have a good wide receiver group to throw to, but he has a shitty offensive line um, and a pretty crappy defense. Um, and he's going to be probably starting behind Mr. Trubisky, but I would imagine he's going to get the opportunity to start surely by week four, week five. But I don't want him on a roster. You don't need to run him on a roster. Uh, it was a shitty year for quarterbacks. Um, it wasn't until round three where you saw Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis, and Matt Corral all get drafted. Now for Desmond Ritter and Matt Corral, they did get – opportunities there to be on teams that perhaps they could get some playing time this year. Desmond Ritter will be sitting behind Marcus Mariota in Atlanta. And if they shit the bed 
and I don't think they're going to be good. I don't think they're projected to be good. Um, then Desmond Ritter could start getting some playing time in the back half of the year. Uh, same thing with Matt Corral. You know, they're going to go with Sam Darnold uh, start off the season. Um, but I think we all know what Sam Darnold is is at this point. Um, we all saw what Matt Corral could do at Ole Miss. So there's an opportunity there. But again, there's no need to draft him, either one of them. Malik Willis at Tennessee, they may have some packages from Malik Willis, but I don't expect to see Malik Willis at all uh, in a quarterback fantasy lineup uh, for any reason, um, unless Ryan Tannehill gets gets hurt uh, because Tannehill's going to be the man. Tannehill can't win in the playoffs, but Tannehill can certainly lead you to 9 to 12 wins in the regular season. And that's really all they need for Tennessee. They're going to rely on their defense and their offensive front and Derrick Henry. And Ryan Tannehill's obviously not going to be the answer. God damn it, my ass is wet. It's embarrassing. How can I go in public with a wet ass? It's uncomfortable. That's why you need benches. You need more. Can somebody donate some benches? I'll put in a comment card. Shit. Yeah, it definitely looks like I pissed my ass. Which luckily I can say, well, you can't really piss your ass. But diarrhea. I mean, you can certainly diarrhea your ass. Maybe I shouldn't have sat in the shade. Maybe I should have sat in the sunshine. Are we still recording? We're still recording. I'm going to go see if I can find a drier patch of land. I should probably lay on my belly now, which would look really weird. Because now I need my ass to dry off. I'm going to go back to work. Just gonna. This looks like solid, dry ground. Oh, so next to this ant, ant field right here. Oh yeah, that's much better. Damn it, I should have thought about that at first. I just wanted to stay in the shade. Ah, oh, goddamn it! Now my knees are muddy. Shit, that's embarrassing. Uh, so that, that's my take on the quarterbacks. The other one is Sam Howell, um, who was taken in the fifth round. Uh, by Washington. Again, it's kind of the same thing. I just don't give a shit about quarterbacks who are drafted after the first round. Yeah, I know you got Dak. I know you got Tom Brady. I know you got Russ Wilson. Um, I know you got Jalen Hurts. And maybe there's a few others. Davis Mills. Davis Mills for Houston. Um, but everybody else, man, is basically a top 10 pick in the NFL. That's how the quarterbacks work in the NFL. And Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston, they lose their jobs, but they just are able to find other good jobs in the NFL. Carson Wentz, another example of that. They just don't give up on top 10 picks in the NFL when it comes to quarterbacks. In fact, man, we should go through the list. I mean, I guarantee you. Let's see. NFL starting, starting quarterbacks 2022, right? I just want to see the list. Uh, Jimmy G is probably going to start this season in San Francisco, maybe. But uh, I, I think it's going to be very quickly when they go to Trey Lance. Uh, Jimmy G was, what, round two or round three? Kirk Cousins was round two or th- round three. Uh, Russ Wilson was, like, round four. Aaron Rodgers at the end of round one. Dak Prescott was round three or four. Jimmy G was late. Kirk Cousins. 
Patrick Mahomes was top 15. Derek Carr was round one. Jalen Hurts was round two. Kyler Murray was number one. Joe Burrow was number one. Ryan Tannehill was top five. Carson Wentz was number two. Baker Mayfield was number one. Matt Ryan was number one. Matthew Stafford was number one. Jared Goff, I think, was number one. Tom Brady, we all know. Justin Herbert was the top 10. Lamar Jackson was the end of round one. Mike Jones, I think, was like 10 through 15. Sam Darnold was like number three. Deshaun Watson was end of round one. Uh, I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting. I don't think he's still in the league. Mitchell Trubisky was a high round one pick before. Patrick Mahomes, as we all know. Who else? Who else? I guess that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. The quarterback situation in the NFL, round one are your shit. You better win a fucking seven Super Bowls. Or just one. Trevor Lawrence, number one. Uh, Tua was top ten. Zach Wilson was, what, number two, number three? Pittsburgh's going to go with their number 20 guy. Uh, they have Felipe Franks as the Falcons starting quarterback. That's funny. But Marcus Mariota, what, number two? Uh, Justin Fields, top 10. Daniel Jones, what, top 10? Seahawks, Geno Smith. I was right about that. Geno Smith, okay. Drew Locke was end of round one. What it's what it's, it's it's what it's all about. I don't give a fuck about quarterbacks who are not picked in the first round. So that's it. Wide receivers, on the other hand, wide receivers. What a class, man. Eagles made a good move. They don't know how to draft wide receivers, so they went ahead and picked up uh, AJ Brown from the Titans. Gave him a hundred million dollar contract. That's going to be awesome for uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, see if any of those other wide receivers on the Eagles can make some noise. The Eagles have had a really good off season. Uh, as disappointing as it is for me to say, uh, we all know the D-Hop news, man. He suspended six games. You know, he's still going to get drafted uh, later rounds, obviously. You can have him for 10 weeks. It's tough to hold on to a guy for the first six weeks of the season um, because he's just sitting there on your bench and it hurts your depth. But somebody's definitely going to jump on that grenade. Um, Hollywood Brown, as a result of the D-Hop trade, or excuse me, suspension, uh, got traded from the Ravens. To the Cardinals, uh, interesting move by the Ravens because they don't really add a, a wide receiver one, um, but they're going to bet that Rashad Bateman is going to be that wide receiver one next year. Maybe that gave him a little bit of juice. Uh, plus, they have a really good tight end at Mark Andrews. Uh, but I think Hollywood can step in and have a really good season for Arizona, uh, and they're going to do whatever they can to try to make that little bitch Kyler Murray happy. Since he was, you know, he got on Instagram and took all his Cardinals affiliations down, which I think is a ridiculous move. Uh, the wide receivers that went in round one, Drake London to Atlanta, instant number one. Garrett Wilson, uh, New York Jets, should have certainly helped out. What's his fuck face? He looks like he's 12. Chris Olave to the Saints. I like that. What the hell is going on with Michael Thomas? What in the world is going on with Michael Thomas? Is he ever going to play again? I mean, the latest reports is he doesn't. It doesn't appear to be completely fully back healthy yet. I just don't understand that. Where does Michael Thomas go in the draft? I would, I'm certainly going to be weary of, of drafting Michael Thomas. I could be regretting that, but I'm just going to be weary. Uh, Jameis Williams from Detroit. Um, he, I think he had ACL surgery in February. Um, he's going to miss the beginning of the season. I just don't like that at all for a rookie wide receiver. 
uh, to not be able to get any type of chemistry with his quarterback or his team. Uh, I don't like Jameis Williams at all um, in the draft. I, I think he'll be fine once he gets healthy. Um, but that's going to be a while. It's going to be a while for him to get going. And I feel for anybody who ends up on the Detroit Lions. Uh, Jahan Dotson at Washington steps in and be will be the number two behind what's-his-face. Scary Terry. Um, I think that's a good opportunity. I think Carson Wentz has some weapons this year. Uh, will he take advantage? No. Will he be good? No. Does he give Washington a chance to make the playoffs? No. But, you know, Jadon Dawson may be good. And then, you know, Traylon Brooks, I, uh, to me, it's pretty obvious. Traylon Brooks is going to be the number one wide receiver, rookie wide receiver off the board and in WAF, right? We're pretty biased here. But he also steps in an awesome opportunity. He's going to be the number one dude. I don't know what's going on with Robert Woods and his ACL yet. I don't think Robert Woods is going to be healthy week one. I could be wrong. Uh, but Traylon Brooks is going to be the guy week one. Let's go. Now, they're a run-heavy team, but they're not run-first. I don't think there's any team in the NFL anymore that's run-first. But they are still pass-first, but everything goes through Derrick Henry, right? Uh, Traylon Brooks should feast. Uh, he had a bad first day. Uh, he was winded, but you know we heard a lot of what was it negative shit about Justin Jefferson uh, heading into the season last year. Was it Justin Jefferson or was it uh, no? It was Jamar Chase? Where he has he had the drop season practices. Well, he turned into a stud. So I'm really not concerned about uh, Traylon Burks' cardio, vascular stuff in May. He'll be fine come August. And he will be the number one wide receiver off the board, rookie-wise. Uh, round two, Christian Watson falls in a spectacular landing spot in Green Bay. Uh, Wendell Robinson trying to get Daniel Jones some help. Uh, there for New York Giants. John Mechie from Bama. I just, you know, unfortunate for him, he's going to Houston. Tyquan Thornton as uh, a Patriot. Uh, Patriots are probably worse than the Eagles are drafting wide receivers, so I don't like that just based off of that. George Pickens goes to Pittsburgh. See if he can get into the lineup somehow. It's a wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Uh, Alex Pierce falls in a really good spot in Indianapolis. I do like that. Sky Moore, he's going to have the opportunity to come in and be the man in Kansas City. Obviously, you like that. Uh, Trey McBride, a tight end for Arizona. I don't care about tight ends very much. That's all That's all round one and round two, man. Wide receivers are just the shit. Uh, Velas Jones. Uh, people are making a lot of out of Velas. Velas? Velas Jones for the Bears. The dude just turned like 25, I think. He's older than like half of the NFL. Um, he's old as shit. He, was, he played in the college for six years. That didn't necessarily mean it be a negative, though. But he does go to the Bears. We'll see what the Bears do. Um, but the Bears are definitely getting a lot of heat for taking a 25-year-old, six-year college player. But I think Cooper Cup was 24, 25 when he got into the NFL. And look at him. Uh, Jelani Woods, uh, Greg Solchik, uh, both tight ends going to Indianapolis and Denver. Jason Tolbert uh, landing in a good spot, obviously, in Dallas. I'm not doing the super team this year, but uh, Jason Tolbert is going to come in and be the no wide receiver number two. Uh, behind my boy C.D. Lamb, uh, Michael Gallup had an ACL surgery, so Tolbert's got, got an opportunity there. David Bell going to Cleveland. Uh, I don't think they have any wide receivers left, so there's an opportunity to smash uh, Danny Gray, San Francisco, Jeremy Ruckett, uh, tight end. And then round four, tight end Kate Otten, 
Daniel Bellinger, New York Giants, Eric Ikezugakakmana, Miami, and then Robinho Dubs, another opportunity there for Green Bay, and Calvin Austin, Pittsburgh. Uh, round five through seven, three wide receivers, three tight ends taken in round five, two wide receivers, four tight ends taken in round six, three wide receivers, one tight end taken in round seven. Good luck on trying to decide which one of those guys are going to get them a spot and an opportunity to be fantasy relevant in 2022. It is fucking hot out here in the sunshine. I now wish I was in the shade. I now have to decide, do I want a wet ass? Do I want swass? A wet ass or sweaty ass? Do I want a wet ass or sweaty ass? Swass or wass? Um, there's a plane going overhead. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go with sweaty ass. That could be the wrong decision. The wet ass feels uncomfortable. Um, happy springtime. It's about to be summer. Uh, people are always saying May is summer. I don't like that. May doesn't begin until Memorial Day weekend. Did I say May doesn't begin? Because that's stupid. May begins on May 1st, the day after April 30th. Summer doesn't begin until Memorial Day weekend. Uh, last week, uh, just to give you all a weather report for my fantasy update here. Uh, last week, after the shittiest of shitty two weeks of weather we had for springtime, uh, it was in the 90s all week. This week, it's been a little bit more beautiful. Definitely feels like springtime today. But uh, summer actually begins. Uh, summer solstice is on June 20th, everybody. So get your calendars updated. Look, we're approximately 95 days away uh, from our fantasy draft happening August 13th. The lottery is July 23rd. Who the fuck knows what we're going to be doing for the lottery? Probably nothing. I'm sure it'll be discussed heavily uh, between July 19th and July 22nd. So be prepared for that in your chat rooms. Uh, make sure you uh, pencil it in the dates. Draft is August 13th. Lottery, July 23rd. Really excited. Uh, can't wait. Hopefully I get a top four spot. Um, if I get a bottom four spot, I'll be trading up into the top four. I'm happy to do that. I made the right move last year. I'm pretty disappointed. I just went with the wrong running back. I went with Zeke over Jonathan Taylor. It sucks to suck, man. I got to tell you, fantasy football is a lot more difficult with children in your life. So congrats to all you guys who have been playing fantasy football in these last decade with kids. Not really sure how you do it. Um, they take up a lot of my time at the house. It's a big commitment when it comes to children. They, they're basically, I mean, they're, you, know, you put them on their own, they're pretty freaking worthless. They don't do a lot. They can't talk. They don't communicate. They shit themselves, piss themselves. They can't reach anything to save their life. Uh, they can't cook. I don't know how to open doors. So I mean, Pearl's learned how to open some doors, but she can't open like the back door of the garage door, which is great. I don't need her going on a walk and not be able to find her. That'd be embarrassing. I have to put on their clothes for them. I have to put them to bed. They can't, I can't just say, hey, go to bed. And like she just walks into the bedroom and goes to bed. Like actually, I have to lift her up and put her over the uh, the rail. Need to put the, I wish we could get a bed without a railing, but I, I guess you need that railing because children will just fucking fall off the bed for no reason whatsoever. They just roll over. They just keep rolling. They don't know how to stop themselves from rolling off the beds. Uh, when it comes to this nice lady just waved at me. I don't think she thinks she knows me. It's way too far away. I'm like 100 yards from her. Well, probably not 100. 25 maybe? 25, 30 yards? Uh, children, man. And then I got to wake up. I got to wake them up. Pro still didn't figure out how to properly brush her teeth. Fucking struggle there. Elliot doesn't even have teeth. I don't know what he's doing. 
Duke can suck on my teeth either. By the way, if you guys uh, if you guys have any extra baby formula to sit around your house, uh, we need um, Infamil Gentle Lease. It's for kids who are gassy and fussy. Elliot's gassy and fussy. Um, so we could we could definitely get on that. That'd be super. That'd be great. Just uh, hit me up with that. Bring some to the draft. If everybody could just bring a bottle of Infamil Gentle Lease to the draft on August 13th, that would be super. be very helpful. It would be great. There's a shortage. Shortage happening. Hey, in political news, Madison Cawthorn last, lost last night. Now, uh, he's a douche, like a king doucher. Like he, I mean, he just, he, I, I, I'm amazed he won in the first place. I don't know how he convinced people that he should be in Congress. Now, the only reason he lost is because the Republicans, uh, leadership, uh, they didn't like that he told the world about orgies and cocaine because Republicans want to be the family party, obviously, you know, values. But it turns out they don't have values. Well, they do have values. It just is to sex and cocaine, which I don't, I think you gotta, I think it's fine to, to admit that. Um, I think you can get a lot of extra votes that way. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having sex and cocaine, doing cocaine. I mean, there can be. Yeah, there, I mean, there can be. You should be single. You should be single and without kids if you're going to be having orgies and cocaine, I think. I think that's the rule. Which means, well, I mean, you can do orgies if, if you're like in, if you're in a swinging relationship, you can do orgies that way. I think that's fine. But I don't think if you and your wife are into the swinging and the orgy, I don't think you can have both. You can't do the orgy swinging and also do cocaine. You're like, like if you have kids, you got to make a choice. Now, if you don't have kids, it's fine. Swing away, cocaine away, do it all. Have a good time. I can own that shit. So anyway, I think Madison Cawthorn pissed off the Republican leadership, and they saw to it that he lost. It was a close loss. He had a chance. Uh, it was a close loss, but uh, without the Republican leaderships going against Madison Cawthorn, he probably wins last night pretty easily. But the, if the leadership says you're done, you're done. And that's I think it's a good lesson learned for any Republicans going into office. Look, you can say whatever you want, but don't you dare. Don't you dare talk about cocaine and orgies. That's, that's the line, people. That is the line. Let's do a quick mock draft because ooh, I'm starting to not be able to see my phone anymore. I, my phone is overheating, everybody. Now i got to get back to the shade. God damn it. Where's the shade? That means i got to get my ass wet. Well, i got to get... I can't see my phone. It's overheating. I don't think it should be overheating. It's like... Probably 85, 84. I don't want to sit in the same spot. I'm going to sit in a different spot this time. It's May 18th. Um, hopefully you guys are getting some concerts in the summer. I'm going to Chris Stapleton July 29th. Uh, I'm going to Five Finger Death Punch on October 12th. Going to Black Keys on October 13th. And then I got some concerts out and about in some other cities. My Fayetteville concerts pretty sparse that's probably going to need to change in the future but i figured with the return this year i was going to do some traveling so going to go see lint biscuit this coming week in kansas city pretty excited about that then we got some tech nine at jj's live if you all would make it out to that july 8th no june 8th 
Um, yeah, I'm going to go see the very first show of Rage Against Machines reunion tour, um, which is happening July 9th in Alpine Valley, Wisconsin. And then in September, I'm going to go see Pearl Jam at, in Louisville. And then the next week, I'm going to go back to Louisville and check out some uh, Modern Life. should be awesome. Anybody's more than welcome to go, especially James Wheeler. I mean, let me just invite James Wheeler to every concert I go to out there. James, check your calendar. See if you can go hit up the, any of those shows. That'd be great. So let's do a quick draft, and then I'll sign off here. I'm glad to be able to do this talk. Got to have to figure out a schedule once the season starts. My kids are just going to have to fuck off. Be like, hey, you guys are going to have to shut it up. Figure it out for like an hour. Figure it out for like an hour. Let me see here. God damn it, I can't see anything. Hold on. Can't see my phone. Yeah, man, fuck. God damn it. Phone's dying. But I can see, I can see, I can see now. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This isn't working the way I need it to. It's almost like I got in the shade and my phone lost its internet connection. Will I be able to do a mod draft? I really want to do one before I go back inside. Uh, what else is there to talk about? I don't know. Oh, gambling. Uh, I got on the Bet Saracen app. Um, so far, I've lost. I'm having a good time. I've actually watched more basketball since I got to Bet Saracen app than I did the entire year before that. Um, I won a nice bet, a little $10 bet last night on a combo special by Bet Saracen. The over 204.5 plus Jason Tatum, 38 points combined, rebounds and assists. Got that. $40. Yeah. Yeah. Try not to bet too much. $10 is really my limit. Got the PGA, a whole bunch of bets on Bet Saracen for that. So check that out. That'll be awesome. I bet on eight guys, I think. It, basically, everyone pays out. $10 bet, everyone pays out over $100. Pretty awesome. Pretty excited about that. So 14 teams. Tiger, a Tiger win would pay six or 720, I believe. Um, the Masters champion, who I can't think of, Scotty Scheffler, I think. Scott, Scotty Tuati, Scotty Scheffler. He pays out 120. I mean, that's pretty good. It's pretty good for the number one player in the world. I think he's still the number one player in the world. All right, so let's start your draft. Here we go. So last thing we're going to do. La, la, la. So I'm going from the 10 spot, right? So let's look at the draft board. JT, number one. Derrick Henry, number two. C-Mac, number three. It's just crazy. I mean, who's going to take the chance on C-Mac? Is somebody in the top six of our league going to take the chance on C-Mac? We know what the reward is. But boy, do we know what the risk is. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, C-Mac, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven running backs before the first wide receiver comes off the board. That's Jamar Chase, followed by Najee Harris at the 10 spot. Um, I'm going to go with a running back. I could take Cooper Cup here. At that spot, we'll hide the draft rate. Cooper Cup is the number one guy. Justin Jefferson's number two. Boy, it's a wide receiver heavy place here. Uh, shit. Um, 
So if I just so the one the, the top wide receivers available here, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, right? I guess Tyreek Hill also possible. And your tight end is Travis Kelsey. Running backs here, Kamara, Devontae Williams, DeAndre Swift, Leonard Fournette. Oh. I gotta tell you, boy. Already I don't want to draft from the tenth spot in the real draft. I can already tell you. It'd be, I guess it'd be, it'd be difficult for me to pass on Cooper Cup because my options are Kamara, Javante Williams, DeAndre Swift, and Fournette. I liked Javante Williams until Melvin Gordon got back into the fold. I don't like Javante Williams near as much. Uh, 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 Melvin Gordon's going to have 150 plus touches. He's going to be fine, um, and that really cuts into Javante Williams' ceiling. I think is how that works. I think it's his ceiling. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Andre Swift. We're gonna just go. We're gonna go with the Andre Swift. See what happens after that. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to the draft board. See what happened after I took the Andre Swift. Uh, Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson were the next two people. Oh, I was at the 11th spot, I guess. No, I was at the 10. Uh, Javante Williams went next. Okay, I took Swift at 10. Uh, Javante Williams went next. Cooper Cup went 12. Jefferson Jefferson went 13, and Alvin Kamara went 14. So that's your round one. That's 11 running backs and three wide receivers. I think that's pretty on par with what the NWF will do. It's not a surprise. Uh, so we look at the beginning of round two. Uh, the guy who took Alvin Kamara took Evo Samuel. Uh, the guy that took Justin Jefferson took Devontae Adams. Boy, that's spicy, right? Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams together. Uh, the guy that took Cooper Cup took Monty Montgomery. And the guy that took Javante Williams took Saquon Barkley. Um, so I, that means on my cheat sheets, see what's available here. Uh, Fournette's the top guy remaining. Fournette, James Conner, Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers, Ezekiel Elliott, Brees Hall are your next guys up. Running backs, uh, wide receiver Steph Diggs, C.D. Lamb, Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown. Looking at the overall rankings, Travis Kelsey, and Mark Andrews are actually the top two guys, followed by Steph Diggs, Josh Allen, Leonard Fournette, CeeDee Lamb. Um, I'm just going to go running back, running back. Uh, we're going to go with Leonard Fournette for Tampa Bay. Uh, see what else happens here. And then I probably, I almost feel like I should go running back, running back, running back. We'll see what my options are here. So the draft board, let's go ahead and look at the rest. So I start out. Uh, from the 10 spot with DeAndre Swift and Leonard Fournette. Uh, CeeDee Lamb was next, followed by Travis Kelsey, and then a running back run of Antonio Gibson, James Conner, uh, Cam Akers, and Aaron Jones. Uh, Mark Andrews, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen is the last pick of the second draft. That means the number one pick in the draft came out of the draft with JT and Josh Allen. Uh, that is pretty fucking sick. That's like an auto... 35 points a game right there from those two guys. Jesus. Oh, and then he came back around with Tyreek Hill. Okay, the number one pick in the draft right here is going to win the league. <laughs> Can you imagine? Now, obviously, Tyreek's not going to have Kansas City-like numbers at Miami, but he should still have good numbers. And coming out of the draft, JT, Josh Allen, Tyreek Hill, Jesus Christ. Uh, after that, Mike Evans, A.J. Brown, Zeke Elliott, uh, Tua for the money, went Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, Zeke Elliott. Wide receiver trio, or running back three trio there. Uh, then George Kittle, then Kyle Pitts. We have another three running back guy. Home for the Galladay. So I like Galladay. 
Uh, he went Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson, and Damian Harris. I don't mind that. Uh, Orange Sherbert. Uh, that, that's funny. Herbert. Uh, went with Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey, and T. Higgins. Uh, the Taylor Swifts. Okay. He followed that up with Keenan Allen. So it's back on me. Let's see who I go after here. So you go to the cheat sheet. So DK Metcalf is your number one guy. I am not, I have no interest, no interest in DK Metcalf. Uh, Michael Pittman, I don't mind. Deontay Johnson, I don't mind. DJ Moore, I don't mind. Scary Terry, I don't mind. Jalen Waddle. Oh man, there's no running backs available. Elijah Mitchell and Brees Hall. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wide receivers ahead of the number one running back available. Um, so I need to decide between uh, Elijah Mitchell, Brees Hall, J.K. Dobbins, and Josh Jacobs. So I'm just going to go Elijah Mitchell, Brees Hall, or J.K. Dobbins. Boy, I like all three of those guys. And like I said, I think Josh Jacobs probably gets like 250 touches this year. I don't mind any of those guys. Um, so we're going to go, I'll go, I'll take the rookie as my running back three. Running back three, everybody. Brees Hall. Now let's go with Elijah. We'll see where Brees Hall falls. Uh, Elijah Mitchell there. Okay, Brees Hall was taken, I think, with the last pick of round three. So I took uh, Elijah Mitchell. Scary Terry went next, followed by Michael Thomas there in round three. Uh, followed by Deontay Johnson and Brees Hall goes the last pick of round three, followed by DK Metcalf, J.K. Dobbins, Josh Jacobs, Amari Cooper. I do want to see what my opportunities here for my wide receiver one. Uh, my wide receiver one is going to be the option of Michael Pittman, DJ Moore, Jalen Waddell, um, Darren Waller, Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin's coming off an ACL. He's not going to be my wide receiver one. I mean, I don't hate those options. I think Michael Pittman's in a run-heavy offense. DJ Moore is on a shitty team, but he could do work. Jalen Waddles could be the wide receiver two in Miami. Hmm. Portland Seven and Mike Williams, man. I, I like both of those guys. But I'll go... I like Mike Williams. I like Mike Williams. I'm going with Mike Williams there, and we'll we'll stop there. Uh, the rest of the round four. Oh, it's going to come all the way back. All right, the rest of round four, we'll just knock it out here. We're done. Uh, so Michael Pittman went next, followed by DJ Moore, followed by A. Rob, followed by Waddle, Miles Sanders, and then two running uh, two quarterbacks, Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. So it's a long drop. After Josh Allen at the end of round two to Justin Herbert, quarterback two, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback three, Cortland Sutton and DeAndre Hopkins. That's way too high for Hopkins. Uh, going at the round of round four, followed by round five, CEH, TJ Hawkinson, Elijah Moore, Juju Smith, Chris Godwin, Darnell Mooney, Brandon Cooks, Travis Etne, and Darren Waller. So there you go, guys. That's that's the update. For May 18th, we didn't even get to the schedule, did we? Uh, the NWAF schedule is updated. Go check that out. Um, it's very exciting. Let's look at the week one. The week one, hold on. I didn't even get to the schedule. How do you get to the Northwest Arkansas? Okay. I'm going against the Donks. I'm probably going to go with the name change, guys. I feel like I need to get my kids involved in my team name. 
Um, I'm definitely looking at Pearl, Mississippi uh, as an option to be moving to. Also, Elliott Lake up in Canada is an option as well. Probably going to go away from Clutch for the first time in like since my boob years, I guess. Uh, but I'm going up against the Don Deadwood Donk. Should be a great matchup between two of the five winningest programs in NYF history. Uh, the full schedule, number, week one, the War Horses going against the Oats, the Moonshiners against the Flatulence, uh, the Adams go against the Outlaws, the Chub Toads goes against whatever Poe wants to call his team this year, uh, the defending champion Brownies goes against the Dogtown Dudes in our Thursday night matchup, primetime, and then the Ekbarns gets the uh, the Cons who are trying their best. They're hoping they can start out with a 1-0 start, but they're going against the wingest team in NYF history, so you don't like that with them. Uh, take a look at the schedules. There was a lot of great stuff after the schedule drop of what to look for on Twitter. Twitter is just a, it's a fantasy football fucking mecca, man. It, all the details and information, any fantasy device you're looking for, uh, you just got to sort out the good from the bad, man. It's all free. It's all on Twitter. But, man, there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of great follows. Twitter's a wonderful place. Uh, depending on what Elon Musk does with it. But uh, that's all I have for today, man. Uh, we're excited. There's not much going on for the next two months, right? We're just kind of waiting um, until August when we start getting some injuries here and there. But also, more importantly, some cuts to some rosters of some guys who we thought were going to be fantasy relevant. So approximately 95 days until our fantasy draft. I can't wait. Uh, July 23rd, our lottery. And then we'll see what trades happen between July 23rd and August 13th. Again, this is abundance of caution. I am your host, Will. I am. I am Will. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.